In today's episode of Making a Masterpiece, we are going to talk about the qualities and characteristics of what it means to live a significant life as an entrepreneur. We are talking to the man and the leader behind Billy of the Valley Farm Retreat, located here at Sitio Kansi Barangay Pungol, Sibugay, Cebu City, Philippines. And he will share his heart on leadership, entrepreneurship, and what it means to live a life of legacy. I am your host, Norbert Elnar, and welcome to Making a Masterpiece. This podcast is brought to you by Current Coffee Roasters, Asaka.ph, your geo solutions partner. Hi, guys. Welcome to Making a Masterpiece. And today we are here at Lily of the Valley Farm Retreat. And please welcome on the show, Louis Antonio de Barrios. I call him Kuya Bobot. Kuya in Filipino means elder brother because, you know, when we were growing up, we saw them as our big brothers in our youth group. And now he is uh, leading this amazing retreat farm here in Cebu. Welcome, Kuya Babot, Hi. to the show. Good morning, Norbert. <laughs> I call him Bert. So, okay. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Thank you so much for welcoming us to your facility here. Can you tell us more about how Lily of the Valley came about? And you have a very beautiful place here. Actually, this started during the pandemic. My father really was the one who found this place and built this place. So initially, we thought that he was looking for a place where we can have a retreat place for our family. But eventually when he saw the place, he also saw that we can also share this with our local church here. So he built a place for not only for us, but also where our church program can also do some retreats of our church can do some retreats here and now it's also open to the public yes, right it's also open to the public. wow it's it's actually a a very beautiful beautiful place and i think when you come here and you're listening to the show wherever you are in the world if you happen to come by cebu it's absolutely stunning and you just come to the place and you will realize how peaceful and how good God's creation is. When you're in it, you fully understand a certain kind of peace that's hard to explain. I think that's the vibe that this yes, place yes. always gets. That's true. That's true. Wow. Kuya, I just wanted to ask you, like, since you mentioned your dad who founded this beautiful place, and you also have other kinds of businesses in your family. What is the biggest challenge of being an entrepreneur handling multiple well, kinds of businesses? Yes. Number one is time management. I'm still in transition right now because dad passed away last October. So it's just less than a year. So before I was really focused on just one business unit that we have. But now I'm handling several businesses at the same time. I have some responsibilities in the church. So it's really time management. And you have to have a very good support system like my wife. My family is a very good support for me 
At the same time, my employees, you have to look at the talents and skills that you have within your organization where you can get some people to take over some of your responsibilities or if possible, they could take the whole responsibility, your whole responsibility in that unit. Then you can just oversee things, oversee uh, the operation. So you're trying to say that being an entrepreneur, as it is already challenging, but leading a kind leading your people requires a different skill set and yeah, a different mindset, skill set and discipline and also discipline. I think you really have to have a certain level of discipline to be able to handle or lead several several units. Speaking of discipline, what are your personal disciplines, if you can call it that, to keep your head fresh and to <laughs> you, to lead, you know, I think because you have such great responsibility as a leader, and I'm sure you have certain kinds of personal disciplines. Like, can you share to us what are your... Uh... Ah, yes. Actually, I think the most important for me and very effective is having time for God, you know, having time for God and having time for prayer and Bible reading. I do it Mondays to Saturdays. I have a break on Sundays, <laughs> oh. but, but I do it every day. I do it every day when I wake up. That's the first thing that I do. So quiet time, praying, then reading the Bible. Then my, my, my style is really from New Testament to Old Testament. So I'm actually, two more books, I've been finishing the Bible again for the second time. Wow. Yes. And was it always like this? When did you start, I start having this? I started this when I was in my maybe mid-twenties, 26, 27. Maybe when you call you when you call born again, mm -hmm. where you encounter God in a new level and a new different relationship already. So that's the time when I started really consistently doing it. Well, and what is the effect? The effect, peace of mind, peace of mind, and also peace of mind because you know that God is is in control all the time, and. In businesses, in, in, in a business, there's a lot of things that you cannot control. You, you cannot control and it gives me comfort every day that I know that I have a God that is in, is in control all the time. Wow, that's amazing. I think as an entrepreneur, you know, there's variables that you can't control and you can even predict some of them because of these things. But I think when you understand that we rely on a higher being that has control over everything. It changes the way we run the organization. Yes. Wow. I think one thing that stands out with this place, with Lily or the Valley, is that it's so restful. And you said earlier that even in your personal life, you read from Monday to Saturday and you take a break on Sunday, <laughs> which is, I think it's cool. Like, that's cool. Like, you also have it differently. But why do you think rest is so important? Not just maybe for as an entrepreneur, but as a person. Like, why is it very important that people really need to have time to rest? I think one is maybe mental health also. The life in the city is stressful. And you always are on a go every day that you need a break, a place like this where you can just stop everything happening, what is happening in, in the city and in your work or on the things that you're doing and just come down and just take a time to reflect on yourself. 
and appreciate the creation that God has created for us. Wow. And I, I think also when people operate from a place of rest, we function better. Better. Right? Be, you, you come up with new ideas, better ideas because of the, the existence of this a place like this. Yeah, I think people have a notion that when you're an entre- entrepreneur, you're always on the go. <laughs> I think it's true, but you cannot be always on the go. Yes, yes. You need to s- really stop and rest. Yes, you really have to stop and rest. Cannot always be on the go. I mean, Jesus himself also have the rest. <laughs> rested, right? Like he, he didn't go on and on. Yeah. So I think it's very, very important. And like places like this can really facilitate that kind of rest and peace that we need. Kuya, I think I also would just want to ask you about the, the idea of being a leader. When you are faced with decisions, especially hard decisions, you are running multiple kinds of businesses at the same time. And I'm sure every facet has a challenging decision to make. How do you make a hard decision? Like, what is your process in making decisions? So number one is I pray. That's the number one thing I do. I pray, I pray for guidance and wisdom that our God know. Then in the decision itself, I think it's because I grew up with this kind of all because I am second generation businessman already, so I grew up in this kind of culture that it's important for me to face the problem. So you really have to face the problem and find a good solution. Then you work on it. It's not enough that you make a decision. This is what we're going to do. You really have to follow it up and really work on it. You should be the main driver. If it's a major problem or major decision that you you do you really be be the one to be the main driver to make the problem go away or that decision to be successful and what if it's really very uncomfortable situation i think there are as a business owner or as you know running businesses a lot of our listeners are probably also wondering what if certain things are very uneasy and uncomfortable? We are faith people. What if somebody's not really kind to us? How do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with those kind of people? And which I think God also loves them, but how do you deal with that? With love and respect. I always encounter those kind of people, a lot of those kind of people. And what I always do is just, Treat them with love and respect, as our God would always tell us tell us to do, to show love and respect for everyone. So that's uh, actually during those kind of conversation, I, I'm very uncomfortable, but I always keep in my mind that we are a Christian, so we have to have a certain level of discipline that we have to do. Then actually those kind of people, I try to go away with. <laughs> if, if it's a business, if I can go away with those kind of people, then I go away with them. Because I usually deal with people that has the same, same spirit, uh, spirit same mindset. mindset and same principles that we have as much as I can, as much as I can. But you encounter people like that all the time. Yeah. And I mean, you also have a lot of employees and sometimes they're not they're, always at the same yeah, age. Yeah, some right? of them are confrontational. Some of them are confrontational. That's Still, if, even though they're employees, you still have to respect them and listen to them. Actually, sometimes you just have to listen to them. 
because most of the time they have some ideas that are good. That's why they, they're a little bit pushy and persistent because they know they have some idea that they can share. I've encountered a lot of that with my employees. So I always listen, always listen to them. My kind of leadership is not just a one-way street. Mm-hmm. It's not that way. Because if you see our God also, it's not a one-way street with Him. Yeah, He listens to us also. And He even considers our weaknesses, if we can see uh, in the Bible. He listens and He knows our weaknesses. That's why if you look at Him, He adjusts also during, on the Bible. He has some adjustment that He That's did true. to cater for our weaknesses also. So if our God can do that, why can't we do that? At the That's profound. That's amazing. That's so true. You said earlier that you're already in the second generation businessman and your parents have built an amazing foundation for your business. Yes. And a lot of people love your family and a lot of people are so blessed being able to be connected and be part of the whole network. What do you think is the legacy that your dad or your, your parents would want you guys to continue? Actually, when, when my dad, he had cancer, no? he had cancer, oh, he was detected last March. Then, actually, my dad was a very busy man that he was, we were not able to have a real relationship as a son and a father. And it's uh, something that what, what was the challenge of our relationship. But during that time, I think God also made that, he, he, he gave my dad time to fix all those problems. And we were able to spend time. And I really learned from him on how to share the blessings that God has given us. Sometimes we are afraid that if we give, there will be nothing left for us. Mm. Or we have given it all and there's nothing left for us. But when I saw my dad, how he was, he shared the blessings that we have. It gave me a new perspective in my life that you really, you can give and you, you should not be worried if there is anything left for you because so far God has provided for us in time, even in times of difficulties, He has always been there for us. So in the business and in the family, He always has provided. So that's the one thing that I think the biggest thing that really changed in my perspective that you give, you help people and don't worry about yourself anymore. Wow. That's, that is selfless. Yeah, selfless. That's, that's very powerful, but very, very selfless. Yes, yeah. Wow. I think this will be my last question. If you are able to talk to a younger entrepreneur who's just starting up, who's just finding their way into you know building a business or trying to do something for the good, how would you encourage this young person? First, I, I think he has to have a personal relationship with our God. That's very important. I think if you have God as the center of your life, nothing will go wrong. Nothing will go wrong in, in your decision, in, in your career, in the decision, in your, in your partner. Having a partner is one of the most important things in life, now, having a, a God-given partner. So nothing will go wrong if you have God in, as the center of your life. And as a businessman, I've discussed this with you earlier, perseverance is, I think, the number one characteristic that is different 
of a inter- successful entrepreneur or entrepreneur with other careers. Because entrepreneur, you will really encounter times of hardship, times of challenges and difficulties. But if you have God leading you, there's nothing to worry about. And just lean on Him. Lean on Him. Do your thing. Work very hard. Work very, very hard. It's also very important. Yeah. yeah work very, very hard. Acquire as much wisdom that you can get. You know? Because with the, with the world today, it's very easy to get to get those kind of wisdom. You go to YouTube and you can have, I have a, what you call this, somehow a big brother mm. in the business that is, doesn't know maybe that I see him as a big brother, mm-hmm. but he's like a mentor to me. Yeah. So you should have a mentor and he's a Christian man, he's a Christian businessman. That's why I feel very fortunate that I have that kind of big brother. Yeah. You have a good mentor, have God, God the center of your life and be perseverant, persevere and work hard. I think that's good enough. Wow. Thank you so much, Kuya Babat. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and we cheer, we're cheering you on and we appreciate everything that you do for the kingdom of God in the marketplace. Uh, thank you also. Bert, it's also good to see you again. <laughs> uh, I've known you for a long time already. <laughs> This episode was brought to you by Current Coffee Roasters. Asaka.ph, your geo solutions partner.